0: All right, we are live, everybody. We've got uh, episode 61 coming to you. Going to be some very interesting topics that we're going to be running through and, and you know, really making clear to you about business entities and funding. Uh, of course, this uh, last weekend, and the world just keeps on getting crazier and crazier, and our prayers are absolutely with the people of Israel and the crazy attacks that have gone down over the weekend, Ty. Just uh, insanity
1: just continuing across the globe. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how bad it was. Like I was, I was really diving deeper into this last night. And honestly, the, the fact that people are trying to say Hamas is anything other than a terrorist group is absolute bullshit. What they're doing, literally what they're doing to babies, uh, not just women and, and men, but babies. Like it's, it's disgusting. And I, I hope we step up and you know, I'm not always about going in and doing things about it for other necessarily always stepping in with other countries. But this is a, a scenario where this is a terrorist group and they need to be
0: taken care of. Yeah, no question. Right. They're, they're not taking out military military. It's not a military thing. It's literally going and terrorizing families and kids and, and children and husbands and wives that are just trying to take in, you know, just just attacking them like that's exactly what it is and so our prayers are with the leaders of our country and other countries that hopefully will step up and that this type of thing uh you know will just be hopefully something that never happens again but the craziness of the world you know who knows what will happen but you know here at home we can we have to control what we can control and so any opportunities uh, that we come aware of we'll definitely share with you in terms of maybe uh, helping out any of the family suffering there, but haven't haven't heard much in in that front. Uh, so prayers definitely with Israel yeah absolutely so today's topic is which business entity gets the very best funding and why and this is an interesting topic because sometimes you're wondering what business entity should i set up maybe you've got a certain type set up and you're wondering uh maybe it's time i i looked at changing that so that's going to be our money topic we're going to dive right into that one what do we got on the docket for mindset and sports
1: yeah well sports we we definitely we we have the first bye week for a lot of teams in the nfl so it just goes to show we're we're moving right along uh week fives in the book so we as always we'll we'll talk about where we think the the top five teams stand right now who we think those top five teams are and then you know for mindset we definitely want to talk a little bit about the the fourth quarter right Mm -hmm. there's always there's two business owners who either take your foot off the gas or you use this time as an opportunity to grow and scale and to determine what you're going to do um, leading into the next year. So we'll talk about the mindset of of the fourth quarter and what that needs to look like. Boy, it makes a big difference when you have the right mindset and you attack the fourth
0: quarter and you're relentless and you, you know, have all this momentum going into the new year versus so many who don't. And I would say the majority do not. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the Go Figure podcast created for parents and business owners who want to get their money right. My name's Leo Cannell. As a husband and father of five, I've been fortunate to create two eight-figure businesses in the fintech space. This podcast will share the values, principles, strategies, tools, and tactics that have helped us to build a fintech empire and provide an epic life for our family. Having been a parent and entrepreneur for 20 years, there's a lot I don't know, there's been a lot of failure. The good news is together, we'll find solutions to creating an epic life powered by a business that we love. All right, so money topic, which business entity gets the best funding and why? Let's unpack this and kind of look at the five major business entities out there. The first entity is a sole proprietorship. And when you look at sole proprietorships with funding, usually I would say they, you know, I, I guess I just ask hi, what's been your experience um, with clients that maybe have a sole proprietorship and they try to get funding in the name of the sole prop?
1: I don't think I've really ever seen it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty much it's just
0: personal funding. Yeah. Exactly right. And so basically what that means is, you know, you probably don't have a tax ID or if you do, it's it's really being underwritten in your personal name. And so there isn't this separation. And so when you have a sole proprietorship versus like a business entity like an LLC, the LLC has protection. So if something goes wrong in your business as a sole prop, you're actually 100% liable for anything that goes wrong. And so you could lose your house, your retirement account, all these different things if you have a sole proprietorship set up and so when it comes to funding for a sole proprietorship i would say i definitely don't recommend it we haven't seen much success can you get funding with the sole prop technically but it's really no different than funding in your personal name
1: yeah exactly you may as well just leverage your personal credit at that point there are obviously some some tax. there can be some tax advantages and whatnot but it's it's really just personal funding. And it's, it's similar that the next one down the list, we we look at partnerships. And I think sometimes that even just convolutes things even more. Uh, yeah. It makes them even more confusing and you're really just leveraging the personal credit of the partners. Um, so it can get a little bit messier, but I, I would say the first business where you actually really start to be able to get funded as a business is, is probably an LLC. Exactly right. so that limited liability corporation or
0: company and you have a registered in one of the 50 major states, and some some experts will say there are certain advantages to getting set up in the state of Wyoming. Uh, some will say there's certain advantages to getting set up maybe in the state of Nevada. and so there are different you know opportunities, pros and cons there. But at the end of the day, you're you know unless you actually reside in one of these other states, you're usually best off just setting your business entity up, LLC up in the state where you live and getting that tax ID and making sure the business entity is in good standing. Once you have it set up, then you can actually get funding in the name of that business. And Ty, what is that roadmap of different funding options? Let's say I just barely set up an LLC today. What kind of funding options can I actually look at you know, over the next six months.
1: Yeah, well, believe it or not, the day you set up that LLC, you can actually qualify for business credit cards. And the benefit of a business credit card is if you need to max out that credit card to go get, say, a batch of inventory, it's not going to mess up your personal utilization, which means it's not going to tank your personal credit score. Whereas if you max out a personal credit card and that reports to the credit bureaus, your score is going to go down pretty drastically until that card's paid back. So right off the bat, you can absolutely qualify for business credit cards. Exactly right. So I mean, that's why
0: you set up the business entity, because now it can stand on its own, you can build credit in the name of the business. And there's a separation between your business and your personal life in terms of it not reporting to your personal credit, which is huge when it comes to you qualifying for other things. Uh, personally. So that's why it's so important to start establishing that business credit at the the get-go. Now, at the beginning, you might only be able to set up one or two business credit cards at the beginning, but as you get more time in the business, six, 12 months, 18 months in, now you're going to be able to qualify for additional business credit cards. You're going to be able to look actually at some short-term business loans. And when you have a couple years of history, you can even look at an SBA loan or a business line of credit as long as your sales are up high enough And so those are some of the uh, options, but certainly the LLC itself is a great entity and tool
1: to be able to get funding in the name of the business. Yeah, exactly. Not to to get ahead of ourselves and talk about why we do a C-Corp and the type of capital that's Mm, available to a C-Corp, but outside of that capital we're about to talk about, you can pretty much do all of it with an LLC. An S Corp, essentially, especially for you savvy people that have the LLC with the S Corp election, save that self-employment tax. If you're not doing that, I'd go talk to your CPA or, or one that knows what we're, we're talking about here. But an S Corp, pretty similar. Uh, I would say the exact same opportunities as an LLC. Exactly.
0: Both LLC and S Corp are known as the pass-through entities, which basically just means your business makes money, but instead of your business paying taxes on the profits, those profits come into you and your personal tax return as a form K1. And as Ty just alluded to, if you set up the S Corporation and pay yourself a small W2, take the rest as profit distributions, you will avoid self employment tax. And that is a definitely a smart money strategy recommended for new business owners, especially as you start building up some income you want to lower that tax liability load the S corp is great and in terms of funding very similar to the LLC it's going to have the same opportunities you'll be able to open a business credit card from day 1 as you get that S corporation building generally when you file that S election it needs to be in the first 45 days of setting up uh, the LLC now you could also technically set up a a C corporation file the S-Election, and it will be treated as an S-Corp. But it does seem, and again, consult your attorney or your CPA that if you do the LLC, make the S-Election as an S-Corp, there's a kind of a best of both worlds scenario, I think, doing that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I it, It's definitely helped me quite a bit over the years. Now, when we talk about the final type of entity, we're talking about a C-Corp, a C-Corporation there. And Um, I think a lot of people make the mistake of, oh, I'm I'm starting to do well, I'm taking off as a business, I'm gonna go get a C-Corp, when in all reality, based on the research that I've done personally and all the advice that I've been given from any mentor, uh, my father, who's been a CPA for 40 years now, um, is the only reason you, you really should go get a C Corp is if you're going to raise capital. You're going to have investors, you're going to have uh, venture capital or private equity. That's really the only time you, you, you should go get a C Corp. Outside of that, the S Corp kind of provides all the, uh, the protection and shielding and financial opportunities that you'd need.
0: And so we've recently been going through this process and building an exitable business that uh, is going to have different investment and, and money that's coming in. And so the C-Corp is the way to do that because you actually have so many different stock shares and you can have a number. So basically you can't actually go public and have an initial public offering or uh, you know really raise a lot of capital from different investors unless you have a C-Corp that's set up. And then it also makes it easier for you to sell and exit that business. If it's an LLC or an S corp, there could be all sorts of issues and you're probably gonna have to convert that to a C corp in order to make that happen. And so if you're looking to really do something that could someday be a hundred million dollar, billion dollar company, a tech company, a software company, something that really has the potential to pop and grow that you might be looking to, you know, do an IPO with an initial public offering, get on the stock market, that's how you're gonna raise that cash. Because you can have so many different shareholders and really the only entity to do that with is a C-Corp. And so that's where venture capital, private equity, and all of those different capital raising techniques are going to come to play uh, pretty much only with a C-Corp.
1: Yep. I, I think maybe we need to write a chapter about this. Maybe maybe write a book or something. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's a good idea.
0: It would be certainly very helpful to get this information because no one teaches us about this in school, in college. And these are the types of things that we want small business owners and entrepreneurs everywhere to be able to do. And so definitely- Yeah. And you go idea. to your state
1: yeah. site and say, I'm going to create my own entity. You go to the state site and nobody knows what the hell is going on. It's like- Oh, and some an of absolute sites mess. are archaic. Yeah. <laughs> Very ugly. Yeah. All right, guys. So
0: that is the business entity breakdown, unpacking it, the different ways to fund how those entities work and how you can structure them. So consult attorneys, CPAs, etc. But that's been our experience, you know, doing this for a while as a figure <laughs> entrepreneurs. Let's jump into our mindset topic here. And this is a good one here. We're in the beginning here of the fourth quarter, it's October. And We see this, and and I like to be cognizant of it every year because early on in my career, fourth quarter was not good. You want to know why it wasn't good, Ty? Well, you got all the holidays, and you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas and New Year's, and it's very easy to get caught up in all that stuff and let a lot of time slip through your fingers, take your foot off the the gas pedal, and your business takes a step back. And then what happens with a lot of people is, okay, they already took their foot off the pedal halfway through November, and then it takes them another two weeks yep. just in January. So they literally lose 60 days, two full months out of a 12-month period. And a lot of business owners do that. But if you have done the exact opposite, then you take advantage of those 60 days to improve yourself, your business, your company. And one of the things that, we do, that seems to work out well is if you have some end of year goals within your company, I think that's very effective. What are your thoughts on end of year goals
1: and how that can push the team to finish the fourth quarter strong? I think end of year goals are imperative and not just setting these goals for your team, but setting even higher and trick your goals for you yourself as as leaders. And what I mean is oftentimes if you're giving your, your team all of these crazy goals at the fourth quarter, but you as a leader, they can tell you're kind of checked out, they are going to check out. The fourth quarter is the biggest ripple effect you will ever see as a leader. If you're constantly going and, you know, going to visit Santa at the mall and, and doing, These crazy long extensive you it's it's thanksgiving so i'm going to extend and do black friday and go half the week to the next week it it will be a trickle effect your team will start using that as, as an excuse to take more time off and and so setting these goals is imperative but literally constantly speaking about these goals and constantly holding them accountable to these goals right we we look at sports or anything that you're trying to achieve or accomplish at a high level you you break this down and say you haven't really lost Until you've accepted defeat, but as long as I never say, "Oh, it's over," it's not over. It it never is. But even a treadmill, right? You're running on the treadmill. You're trying to hit ten miles. Mentally, you have that. All right, I'm not going to get there. It's over. It's over right then and there. But as long as you never speak that into existence, you can keep going. But with from a business standpoint, as leaders, you need to be the one speaking that into existence. You need to hold people accountable, but you need to give them real ex- expectations so they they know what they need to be accountable for.
0: And the good news is, let's say you started 2023 off, you had a great business plan, you put a bunch of things together, and adversity struck, and things yeah. maybe beyond your control hit you in the first or second quarter, and you've been trying to push through in the third quarter. Well, you can still win because there's four quarters in every game, right? I love thinking about one of the greatest comebacks, definitely the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, I think was the New England Patriots, you know, down 28-3 to to the Atlanta Falcons, and you knew Tom Brady was not done. You knew he was going to make a comeback and you had Julian Edelman there on the bench saying oh it's going to be a hell of a story and what a story it was as they came back and won the very first overtime game in Super Bowl history and that was just a testament to great leadership to focusing on controlling what you can control the solutions and knowing that when the fourth quarter is on it's time to finish strong and so this is everybody's opportunity to do that it starts with you as a leader it filters down to your team if you can have some end of Year, you know, numbers that you're looking to hit where there are real tangible bonuses, maybe a company trip involved for your team that's going to push everybody, and that's super important. I also feel like there is going to be some downtime, there's no question. People are not going to be answering the phone a lot. Now, if you're in e-commerce, well, this is definitely your yeah. fourth quarter. You better be bringing it. You better have stocked up on inventory. And if you didn't go through funding, you better apply it seven figures and get some money so you've got that inventory. But if you are in a business where, you know, things close up during Thanksgiving, you can't, you're not really working with anybody because they're off, then that's where it's time for you to start reading some books or maybe even
1: writing a book yeah yeah absolutely it which that that's kind of what i was getting at leo i'm i am glad you bring up that uh tom brady because we we look back at the falcons and patriots super bowl and statistically speaking like it was over i i think the oh, espn I app was showing that the uh falcons had like a 98 percent, or even it got up to like 99 point something 99%, percent chance yeah and leo what if at halftime when the game is statistically speaking like it's it's over tom brady comes out and says well this shit's over, but I, I guess we'll try. Is there any chance they win that game? Oh, zero. Zero, zero chance. Zero. And, and sometimes we get to this point in the year and say, well, we set these goals at the start of the year. It's, uh, let's sit down with our team and be like, look, we know you're, none of you are going to hit your goals, but, but let's just try. Same exact thing but we do this as business owners. We've got to maintain that confidence and composure that, hey, we can make this happen. We have to get creative. We have to perform like we've never performed before, but it is absolutely possible. That's what Tom Brady did as the leader of that team. And guess what people followed? They, they rose up to the occasion, but it started at the top and trickled down nobody lost belief everybody on that team knew that they could come back and boy
0: they did and what an amazing comeback it was so what's holding you back from you know moving forward and having your best fourth quarter ever Obviously, it's focus, it's mindset, it's work ethic, it's making every minute in your calendar count, and it's also getting as much as you can you know, out of your team and also about out of your marketing, right? If you're not bringing in more customers, more clients, it's gonna be very difficult for you to have great numbers in the fourth quarter. So where everybody else is taking a step back, it's time to go back in and learn more about marketing. If you haven't invested in some different uh, marketing courses, if you haven't bought the $100 million lead book from Alex Hormozzi. If you haven't uh, read Russell Brunson's uh, you know, Expert Secrets and other Traffic Secrets books he's put together, it's time to take a look at those and get your marketing right and then convert as much as you can and then ask for these things out of your sales team. Be confident, give them the right direction. If you do that, then good things are going to happen and again, in your downtime, are you getting better as a leader? Are you reading the books? Are you going through the different videos? Yes, you can. You should be able to spend time with your family and Thanksgiving and Christmas and all those things, but let's be honest, there's time when the kids are playing with their toys and your you know, wife, husband, spouse is doing their thing. You've got downtime. And so you can either flush that down the toilet and just consume a whole bunch of TV and stream a bunch of stuff on Netflix, or you can get better and be reading some books Uh, building out your business plan. December and November are a great time, especially I think uh, right after Thanksgiving, to start really seriously building out what is your business plan? What are your big goals going into 2024 going to be? Nothing will give you more ammunition and fuel to finish 2023 strong if you're already thinking about how big 2024 is going to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, you've got to stay ahead of your competition too. I, I just read a statistic earlier this morning that slightly more than two in five Americans plan to start a business in 2024. Really? That's More than awesome. two in five. Yeah. So I, I mean, the competition's em. coming. We're excited to work We're with all help. of them, but uh, you've got to, make, stay, you, you got to make sure that you're staying an expert. You're staying on top of your market. And sometimes that fourth quarter is a really good opportunity for you to do that.
0: Amen. Well, that's exciting. I can't wait to help all those new business owners. All right, everybody, that was our money, our mindset topics. We can finish 2023 with a ton of momentum and go into 2024 and kick some butt. Let's talk about our sports segment here. We're five weeks in to the NFL, and we need to talk about the top teams in the AFC, the NFC. What are we seeing? Ty, what's going on?
1: Yeah, well, uh, it was a fun week in the NFL. Dolphins got back on track. Yeah. getting more healthy granted Devon H it sounds like is, is going to be out a few weeks, oh, but he's so fast. We are so stacked at running backs. So yeah. it's, it's okay. We'll be all right. That's we'll miss news. him. Um, yeah, it was, some, it was a weird week. Saw the Ravens kind of take the, take the loss to the that Steelers. Was a bad loss. That was the only, I, I, in fact, I went live on, yeah. on all of my bet it, bets yeah. that I, my picks that I had. And, and that was the only bet that it, I lost. It, how, the Ravens. Good,
0: how good a coach is Mike Tomlin though? It's incredible. He has had no losing seasons, I think, in 15, 16 years. I can't think of, other than T.J. Watt, I don't know what talent they really have that's a top-tier talent on that team.
1: And somehow, they just keep winning. Yeah, I, I mean, they get the right talent in the right places, and they get the right leaders. Yeah. Like Minka Fitzpatrick, a, yeah, they're in the secondary. Like yeah. He's so good about finding his leaders, and he always has been. Um, that that's one thing you look at, but he himself is a fantastic right, leader, fantastic great. coach, and he practices what he preaches. Like if if you're not bought into his system, you're out of there. Mm-hmm. Like Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, right. like some Goodbye. of the best talent yeah. at the time, they they're out of there. And you know, I used to say same thing about Bill Belichick, but again, back to back weeks taking his worst losses ever, dude. It was all Tom Brady.
0: A good port. It, it was Tom Brady all- and and just an amazing roster. Of talent that they had, right? I mean, they, they, so he was, he was good at assessing talent for sure, especially on the defensive end, we'll say. But
1: yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll give that to wheels. you on defense. It's yeah. like on offense, on offense, Tom didn't always yeah. have the best weapons. No, he He's, he'd have these Chris Hogan's that would go somewhere oh, else and never word. do a damn thing. Yeah, he just made things work. Yeah, it, it was, uh, I'm just gaining more and more love and respect for Tom. Yeah, but, uh, amen to that. So, All right, what do we got? Who's our top five? We've got our top five. Well, uh, as always, I like to start at number one and work down. I think number one's pretty obvious. Like they're blowing everyone oh, out. I they think there's are. only one or two teams <laughs> that can even play with them. The 49ers, again, yep. uh, it, it scares me. McCaffrey can be a little bit of a glass doll sometimes. But if, if he's healthy, they're absolutely the best team in the NFL. At number two, we've got to keep the Eagles right there. They're oh, still yeah. undefeated. They yep. keep winning. Very talented roster. Dude, they, is anybody better at getting that one yard than Jalen Hurts? And that's insane. That did
0: you? I was watching how they do it, but Jason Kelsey, that the the front offensive line, I tell you, they were like a foot above the ground and just burrowing under
1: people yeah, and driving them forward. Like it was impressive. Rugby like, at that dang, point. Yeah, well, playing rugby. So. That, that's going to be a fun matchup what i love is that uh the eagles get to play the bills pretty soon and the dolphins pretty soon oh, so there's some good tests be, that'll be good at see. number three they they proved me right yet again leo i think they belong here we're we're keeping the lions I, I genuinely yeah. think they deserve that three yeah. spot at number four. Again, like I said, where they're at right now, getting healthy, what their roster looks like. I'm keeping the Miami dolphins right there. And then the change I'm making, uh, I had the bills at five last week. Sorry. They, they lost another massive player on defense. They, the Matt Milano sounds like he's out for the year. I don't know what on earth they're going to do about their defense. They went and lost to the Jaguars and I can't keep them in that five spot the where their roster stands. So I'm putting Kansas City right back there in the yep. five.
0: Well, agree with all that. There you have it, there's yeah. the top
1: five. Ravens, uh, I thought maybe for a minute, Cowboys, I thought for a minute, but they both let me down, there's, there's no chance. Go very figure. Very true, very true, go <laughs> figure.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Go Figure Podcast. If you learned something that will help your business or family, take 30 seconds and give us a five star. If we added value to your day, then share the show with someone who wants to get their money right and be sure to subscribe to the 7 Figures Funding YouTube channel. If you're a business owner and a parent committed to getting your money right for your family, then check out the MyFigures.com money app with a free 30-day trial to manage your money, track your debt worth, and build a profit-first business through our fintech platform. God bless, and we'll see you next time on the Go Figure Podcast.